Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the Stern Line by a 21-year-old on a mission in NBC's The Voice. She's a singer-songwriter from Washington, D.C. We welcome Ine. Hi. Ine, let's go Beyond the Mic. You're a proud member of Team Kelly. Mm-hmm. But before your blind audition, what coach were you hoping would turn for you? Well, in the beginning of preparing, I was like, I'm I'm going to be on John Legend's team. That's who I'm going to go for. But then as the days kept progressing, when people were auditioning and spaces were getting filled, I was like, anybody take me. <laughs> anybody. And it's funny because my aunt called me the day before I auditioned and she was like, if Kelly Clarkson turns around, she's your coach. But I was thinking, I'm about to go home. I don't think I'm going to even be able to audition. So it's insane to audition on the last day. And Kelly Clarkson was the only person left with the spot open. And now she's my coach. What made you audition for The Voice? Well, I always knew that I was going to be a singer. Um, it was just about how am I going to financially be able to sustain myself for that to be my full-time gig, you know? And then the pandemic hit, I was in school, and I was just looking for opportunities to, one, show that, show my talent, but also could help me establish myself after I graduate from college and can actually focus on music. So when The Voice reached out to me to audition, I was like, okay, this is my sign. I told myself I was going to move to LA. They were going to fly us to LA. I was like, okay, that's my sign that one, I need to be in LA, two, singing is my thing, and this is what we're meant to be doing. So... Basically, when The Voice reached out to me, I was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This was a sign. (laughs) And there's always those little signs in your life. Mm -hmm. As a student for Howard University, you've been supported by the campus. Talk about the love your friends and university that have passion Mm -hmm. for you and have supported you on this adventure. Being from Howard University, it's nothing but a community and filled with love. People who don't even know you are rooting for you, which is amazing. I have a crazy supportive support system um, and community around me with my family, my friends, Howard, my high school is is always shouting me out. So I just come from a place where community is number one, and I am always trying to also be community towards other people. So it's been a blessing to be here and feel the love. What moves you and inspires you about music? Music is definitely... A place for me to express myself and be fearless. I think a lot of times there are so many walls that people walk around with, but when you have, when you're a musician or you're musically inclined, all those walls fall down and you're able to just be 110% yourself. No matter if you're, you're a storyteller, if you're a poet, something about being creative allows you to be yourself 110%. That's what drives me, drives me to want to share who I am, but also give people the room for them to be 110%. I'm going to keep saying 110% yourself. (laughs) When Kelly turned, what was going through your mind? Part of you screaming internally, yes! Yes. I kept, I was like, keep singing, keep singing. That's all that was in my head. Just keep singing. (laughs) Keep going, keep going. Uh, When she turned around, I was like, wow, what? Crazy. How has the last year, pandemic, in quarantine, how has that changed you? This last year has been insane. The beginning of 2020, I was in South Africa studying abroad for school. Then the pandemic hit. I had to come back earlier than expected. Took me like a week to get home. 
uh, airplanes were canceled, all that. Then coming home, doing school, and being like, okay, well, I need to figure out how I'm going to make music work because I cannot do a nine to five. I can't. I'm doing a nine to five now and I can't. And then getting, uh, having the opportunity to audition for The Voice. It's just insane how crazy the pandemic was. There was a lot of bad, but there was so much good that came from it also. The opportunity to audition, the opportunity to work with Kelly Clarkson and meet so many amazing contestants that are now lifelong friends. Like 2020 was rough, but I'm, I still feel very blessed the amount of opportunity that came from it. Well, let's talk about that. The emotions of being on the show can nearly be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You have your goals and the expectations of your family and friends. How does your family and friends help ground you on this journey? My family and friends are my number one supporters, have always been. And I think being on the show, they've just constantly reminded me. Because I think it's very easy for you to have imposter syndrome, just to be like, I don't know how I got here. Like, do I even deserve to be here? But my mom and friends are always like, no, you've been working at this for what feels like forever. You've been singing since you were a baby. You've been putting out projects, working on your craft. Like, bask in the fact that you're on this show, but also know that this isn't the end of whatever. This is just the beginning. So I think that my my family and friends have constantly reinstilled what I need to believe in myself and so that I can believe it for myself. I'm glad to see records on the wall behind you. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You obviously love music. What singers influenced Mm -hmm. you on this path? Amy Winehouse has always been my number one favorite. She's so vulnerable and raw with everything she does. I love Diana Ross. Jasmine Sullivan right now is, she's so popping right now, but I'm just growing up we used to have a CD and my mom and I would listen to it every day. She would drop me to school and you would think we'd get tired of the same album. No, it was always fresh every single time. (laughs) (laughs) Always fresh. (laughs) So definitely I'd say Amy Winehouse, Diana Ross, um, Jasmine Sullivan have been my top three as of late. If you could describe your musical style in just a couple of words, what would they be? I would think my style is a mix between R and B soul but also pop so like if we could fuse all those together that's me (laughs) r&b pop soul you're a proud member of alpha kappa psi yes how has this road trying to become a brand name changed the way that you actually see yourself i think it's just forced me to be disciplined um and being a member of alpha kappa psi has already instilled that like we have branding conversations like it's a business return we talk about branding marketing how to be consistent, social media, all those conversations happen before even stepping on the stage or even having the opportunity to audition. So having the support system of my brothers is just like, it's insane. Like everyone's just very supportive. All the love. (laughs) Talk to me about the love of the Dolly Parton hit, Jolene. Mm, I love Jolene. My, who introduced it to me? My, I think my dad always like the song and so it would be playing in the background but i didn't really think anything of it because it's like that one random country song my family likes very random and then uh, my dad started to learn how to play guitar 
And then that was the song that he would always play. So he'd always sing it. And now I'm just like, okay, this is, this is, this, I like this song. And then I put out a song also entitled Jolene. That's like from the perspective of the husband from Dolly Parton's song, Jolene. So I like took different angle. So definitely an inspiration. She's, she's so cool. And she's, she's a revolutionary. How did you survive Pilates? And what are your favorite moments from high school? Ah, Pilates. Pilates was a great school to me. It's small, so it allowed me to to try everything. Freshman year, no, what year? I I I started doing like the coffee house, which is like the talent show. Um, I believe my sophomore year. That's when. I really started to hone into the artistry of music and like songwriting. And I remember hosting, I've done so much at that school and I'm surprised they've allowed me to do. I hosted an event there and it was like a back and forth with the principal. We were, it was called society's concert. We were talking about like social issues and political issues. And he was like, it's too controversial, but he let us do it. I was SGA president. Wow. High school was fun. Those were the good old days. <laughs> Do you believe in writing the lyrics first or finding the music first? What's your songwriting style? Mm, I think both. Sometimes I have the lyrics in my head and I don't have necessarily the melodies. So I'm just like singing the lyrics. And then other times I have the melody in my head or I find I have a few producer friends. I'm like, okay, well, hey, I like these beats. Let's make some songs. Like sometimes it starts with the beat and then the lyrics come or it starts with the lyrics and then the beats come. It's very, it's, it, there's no, there's, there's no real method to the madness. It's just kind of like what happens in the process. You're part of this incredible fraternity of singers that have actually made the voice. What do you want to take yeah. win or lose from this experience? I want to keep growing. I think that being on the show and working with professional singers who are helping us with our vocal practices, et cetera. It's constantly showing me that there's still room to grow and I'm excited to grow as a singer, as a, as an artist, as a performer and looking at each performance that I do and saying, okay, I can do different moves on the stage. I, I need to look more confident. I need to, I need to really sit in the meaning of the songs that I'm singing. So I think growth is definitely something that I want to continuously work on. And I think, you should always be trying to grow as a musician or as a person. Um, but also understanding how big of an opportunity this is, but also how you're going to take advantage of what is in front of you. I think a lot of times great things happen to, to people and then they're just like, okay, well, I can just sit back. No, you can't sit back. There's still more work to do. So it's definitely instilled to grow, but also always be working. Tell me about the other friends you've met on Team Kelly and how you will continue to be there for each other way after the show's over. Team Kelly's awesome. We got Corey, Savannah, Gianna, Jean. Everyone's just, like I said, everyone's just so humbled and grateful to be on the show. So it was not hard to make friends. Being in the same hotel, seeing each other almost every single day. I'm just excited for everyone's journey after this show. Everyone's so talented. Is there someone you've bonded with, become a new friend, and you could see yourself collaborating with from all the voice contestants? Honestly, everyone. But because I, I just keep saying this, but we all 
just click. It's the weirdest thing. Just hearing or just being around everyone. So kind, so loving. Everyone wants to help one another. If they, if I have a song, I'm like, hey, Rain. Hi, she's, she's already ready. She's got the guitar. She's already playing. She's like, okay, I feel like I see where you're going with this. Or Andrew, he'll be like, hey, you know, I have this idea. And he'll be like, oh, okay. Or he'll show me a song and he knows that I love to do ad-libs. And he'll be like, okay, you're the ad-lib queen. How can I add ad-libs? Like, it's just always this back and forth exchange. So, yeah, I want to work with everyone. <laughs> Let's find out a little bit more about you. Who's your best friend and how do they feel now that you're a television superstar? Oh, goodness. My best friend is Genesis Snowden. She has been my friend since uh, high school. So she's seen me grow from having short hair to having long hair, the whole process. And I don't think anything's changed, honestly. Not, I, I, she's just great. She's just honored to, to have been my friend since the beginning. And, like, I love her so much. And always words of encouragement and helping me keep pushing through giving me advice and all that good stuff. So it's all love. It's the same love. Nothing's changed. Well, time's running out time for the Rocky Nate eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Uh, What's your favorite class at Howard? Marketing analytics. What's your secret obsession? This is bad, but I like to watch the same movies over and over again. <laughs> Which movie? My favorite movie is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I think I've seen it 300 times. I can recite everything. <laughs> Favorite memory? Uh, when my sister was born. Everyone has that special thing. What's your favorite thing for dinner? Ribs. From all the albums, what's your favorite? Um, Kaleidoscope, Dream by Miguel. How many tattoos do you have? One. What's the song you most like to sing in the shower? Me and Mr. Jones by Amy Winehouse. When you close your eyes, what do you see? The beach. Really? Mm-hmm. And what do you have to say to all your fans? I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you all. Let's get this. This journey has just begun, and I'm so excited for you all to be on it with me. She loves ribs. Amy Winehouse and her dad learned to play the guitar so he could play Jolie. <laughs> From NBC's The Voice, we thank Ina for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you so much. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic. <laughs>